0: This is V, the puzzle piece witch.
1: This is Kylie, the American girl
0: doll witch. You're gonna feed those to Pennywise too? (laughs) (laughs) Just like your baby.
1: No, those will cost a lot of money. (laughs)
0: Pregnancy is also expensive in the United States.
1: I'll just raw dog it because I don't care about the baby. Oh my god! Welcome to Witch Theater! Welcome to Witch Theater, guys!
0: like second chapter of it while it's like thanksgiving and christmas time and everybody's like going back to their hometowns that's very true yeah yeah are we, we also we...
1: gonna talk about the number of last week's episode oh
0: my god you guys i spent like 15 minutes talking about the number 20 motherfucking seven and kylie didn't even notice that it's our 27th episode well, i'm sorry <laughs> No, I didn't, obviously did not notice either. No. We I know. Finished... I like how it's on me, even though... We... <laughs> I, was, I was just waiting to see if you would notice that I was blaming you for it. Our 27th episode was about motherfucking Pennywise. Like, we didn't even notice until we finished recording and we're labeling the episodes. And, like, that was, hands down, one of the scariest moments of my life. Oh, my God. I thought it was cool. It was really cool, but it's like... I talk about all these, like, synchronicities in life and, like, all the cool, like, witchy stuff. And then it happens to you. Like, it happens yeah. for real and it happens like that. And was just like, holy shit. Like, I had to calm down. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard.
1: Are you going to fill us in on the cast?
0: Hell fucking yeah. Oh, man. You guys, buckle up because we're going to be simping this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm actually not going to talk so much about um, who, what other things everybody's been in because I found a lot of cute trivia on okay. our actors and so most the first- of them
1: are super famous so like if you don't know that I don't yes. know what to tell you just goog give it a go well the
0: the first one is Andy Bean who is apparently in the swamp thing which was a DC show that okay. nobody's probably ever seen anyway but he plays Stanley Ururi um so he got hired on this because he is one of Bill Skarsgard's friends and was a guest at the premiere of chapter one and that's when he oh, met the director. Fun. I know, isn't that cute? Yeah. My personal favorite, James Ranson oh. as Eddie who is also the detective in Sinister. Amazing movie. Please, can we cover that soon? Both 1 and 2 are great. The reason he's wearing a jacket the entire movie is because he didn't want to spend hours in makeup getting all of his tattoos covered up.
1: He also looks exactly like baby Stanley. Baby Eddie. Or baby Eddie. Betty, yeah, they yeah, all look like Eddie. the baby
0: version. I actually found a really cool picture that we're going to post the Instagram of like the adults faces next to the kids faces like it's a half and half and I think yeah. it's a pretty incredible study. I
1: think no I think they did a really good job in general but the Eddie guy looks like at one point they do like a face mashup where he's like from old
0: to young and it's, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah. Really wild. Next we have Jay Ryan as Ben. Who is actually a New Zealander and is oh, most famous he's for being wine He was in a soap opera, an Australian soap opera called Neighbours. So that's that's out. Op- he looks like yeah. a soap opera actor. I mean, his American accent ain't bad either. Uh uh-uh. uh. This may be the cutest story of the entire group though. Isaiah Mustafa, who is Mike, oh. who had a his- his final casting called the day before he got married and had to, like, call his new wife and be like, we got to wait to go on our honeymoon.
1: That's amazing. I bet you're so happy for him, though. This is such a huge movie.
0: I mean, talk about being a supportive spouse, right?
1: Oh, I'd be pumped for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. He's about um, to he... make
1: a bunch more money that could take us on a way better honeymoon.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, He also read the novel It, by Stephen King, eight times in preparation for the role. That's amazing. Yeah. And he's a librarian. It makes perfect sense. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Get To get into the character, you want to yep. read the book a whole bunch. James McAvoy, mm. the James McAvoy as Bill, who, in case you weren't aware, has been Charles Xavier. And he was in uh, freaking Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Do you remember that from, like, forever fucking ago? Yeah, he was the centaur.
1: Miss, no, uh, a satyr. I don't know what that means. He's the goat like oh the- i
0: apologize
1: he's yeah, a you're good. centaur is what i would call yeah. it probably <laughs>
0: yeah uh james mcavoy is a huge stephen king fan and has read almost all of his books mm. so it's always fun to.
1: yeah
0: yeah bill Hader, who oh. is like my one of my absolute favorite people that exist on the planet mm-hmm. he's so goddamn funny he actually was he plays richie ha- He plays Richie. Thank you. (laughs) He was actually Finn Wolfhard's suggestion for his older version of himself. Finn Wolfhard plays baby Richie or younger Richie. That's how Bill Hader got hired. They came to him and was like, hey, Finn Wolfhard thinks that you'd be great playing the adult version of himself. This is a weird thing, though. So the week that Bill Hader was in talks to play Richie, the guy that played adult Richie in the 90s version, Harry Anderson, he died (gasps) like that same week. Young, too. Yeah, weird. And then finally, our femme fatale, Jessica Chastain, amazing. A true beauty. Who was also her younger counterpart's suggestion for the role. Um, But she had worked with Andy Muschietti, the director, previously on his first film, Mama. And she looks totally different in that film. She's got black short hair. It's weird. Oh, wow. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Jessica
1: Chastain's such a beautiful ginger. I can't even Mm -hmm. contemplate
0: her being a different hair color. Mm Mm-hmm. I do have an adorable piece of trivia about uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, who oh, is my. Pennywise, in case you didn't remember. Oh, my so man. So, apparently, when he was filming, he had a newborn daughter. Oh, no, he's married. As if I'm he's, not in a long-term committed relationship. He's not married. He's in a long-term committed relationship and has a daughter with a woman. But his daughter, he used to FaceTime his newborn daughter, like, with the Pennywise makeup on. <laughs> and he said she likes it so
1: (laughs) i think he's truly hilarious like he seems like such a nice dude
0: yeah yeah he said he had a lot more fun filming this i almost said episode this movie as opposed to the first one because he had to keep himself isolated from the kids um just for the scare factor but he got to hang out with the adults a lot more so he had a lot more fun
1: that would make
0: perfect sense
1: also, you're not scaring kids, and I'm sure that's not like super fun.
0: I mean, to a certain extent, but like. You I know. mean, I would enjoy it, but I'm kind of a bitch, so. <laughs> There's all a small part of us, I think, that wants to scare children. <laughs> Shall we
1: proceed? To the summary? To the summary. Yes, ma'am. Short trigger warning up front. We have a lot uh, of trigger warnings this There's episode, a lot. I'm going to give both right off the bat because um, both of the super triggering things happen within, or all three, happen within the first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. So trigger warning for um, homophobia, severe homophobia, physical and sexual abuse, for suicide. I will say they handle them all really, really well. It's hard to watch. The first 20 minutes of this movie is, like, hard to watch emotionally yeah I, get, I actually i thought i had seen this movie turns out i had not <laughs> so we're starting off it is 27 years later back in Derry, maine
0: that's present day which was Pres- 2018
1: yeah so there is a nice gay couple at a carnival type situation um playing games being cute actually being absolutely adorable yeah, it's really hard to watch, and I'm gonna kind of scoot over it because I don't want to get into details. But a group of I think teenagers attack them for being gay, call yeah, them slurs. One of them, Adrian, stands up for himself and made some really funny jokes. I will say,
0: yeah, he said Meg Ryan calls, she wants her wig back. Yeah, it was pretty it's great, pretty
1: incredible. As if that kid even knows who Meg Ryan is, but you're just relating. <laughs> Yeah, I know who probably, Meg
0: Ryan is. Yeah, me too. It's the You've Got male hair. Yep, which is funny because there's a poster of it later in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone on that
1: set is a big fan of Meg Ryan. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: so basically, they viciously beat Adrian and decide to dump him off the bridge into the river. Now, when he goes in the river, he is alive. Not that what they did was okay, but I'm just saying no. he was alive. Um, he's screaming for help while his partner... I don't know if they're boyfriend, I don't know if they're married, I'm not sure. They're fiancés, actually. They are? Okay, thank you for the clarification. So his fiancés running down to try to find him. And Pennywise appears on the shore. Mm. And Adrian is asking for help. Pennywise pulls him out of the water and eats him. Takes a big old chunk out of him. Takes a big old chunk and I can only assume continues to eat him
0: oh so boy.
1: i was really hoping pennywise would take out the bullies because that felt better but
0: no because pennywise likes the fear he's gonna go for the ones that are afraid and he's already bleeding is he like a shark a shark that like <laughs> smells the blood in the water <laughs> so um i actually have an interesting piece of trivia about this oh, okay, it's, cool. it's really sad but um The Death of Adrian is actually based on the real-life death of a man named Charlie Howard in Bangor, Maine. Um, And Bangor is, like, the city Derry's based off of in the, the the It universe. But he was beaten up for being gay and thrown off a bridge, and he drowned in 1986. So... It's really sad, but um, I learned that, and I thought it was important, because we yeah. talk about, like, say their name all the time, and yes, um, Char- Charlie Howard absolutely deserves to be remembered and acknowledged. Rest in peace, Charlie. I'm so sorry the world is <gasps> going to. You. It's so terrible. So, so sad. terrible.
1: And his fiancé watches it the whole time, so it's really yeah, it's hard. Really, it's really hard to watch.
0: It's yeah. really hard to watch. Yeah, the I've seen this movie four times and there was definitely at least once where i was like we have to fast forward through this part because i yeah. can't
1: yeah if if i had not been required to write a summary for it i probably would have fast forward like i can do blood and gore and stuff like that i don't do well number one with torture scenes like if yeah, someone's i don't tied like up it. and tortured nope. like i can't i can't watch is it hannibal no there's one where a guy, like, the whole premise of the movie is torture. And I, I can't. Oh, Hostel. Uh,
0: Hostel. Yeah. yeah. Hostile. No. The, just, yeah, just H, a PSA. Right? We will never watch Hostel. We will no. never watch Human Centipede. Don't even. So
1: anyway, moving on, because we can't sit on that too long. It was really sad, and um, people are awful, and love is love, and I don't understand. But, okay. Mike sees the crime on the news, right?
0: Adult uh, Mike.
1: 40-year-old Mike. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, adult Mike, who is a babe. Very cute. Very cute. And looks way younger than 40. (laughs) He sees this on the news. He heads to the scene. I don't know what to call it. The bottom of the bridge, I guess. Yeah, just like the the bridge bridge. support. Yeah. Yeah. He sees come home written in blood.
0: Come home. Is that like what happens when you're 40 and you have like a right wing family, but you're extremely left wing and they're just like, come home for Thanksgiving. (laughs) You're like, oh, God, no, I made a promise. I made a blood promise. <laughs> I made a blood
1: promise. So he has, like, a little flashback, too, of, like, seeing them all take the blood oath. So now we're reintroduced to our cast. Bill is a movie writer now. He is, writes horror. He, he It's like this whole thing about how his endings suck because they're actually not happy. They're sad.
0: So that's, like, a meta thing because Stephen King is criticized for that all the time. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. They put I that in, that. The, yeah, they put that in, yeah, because, like, the endings are always really different in the books than they are in the movies, and they're just, like, I remember when I read The Shining, and I was just, like, oh, okay, then. <laughs> Does he kill everyone? Uh, no.
1: Oh, okay. I'll have to read it. Uh, it's really I've, seen the mo- I've seen the movie. It's a good movie.
0: Yeah, Stephen um, King famously did not like Kubrick's interpretation.
1: Oh, but really? But I like it. I, we'll, we'll cover that another time We'll cover it another then, time I'll yeah, say it didn't sure. scare me But it was a well done movie Bill gets his call from Mike Asking him to come back to Derry.
0: And immediately starts stuttering Yes immediately
1: starts stuttering again uh, James McAvoy is an excellent actor For the record
0: mm-hmm.
1: And also Floyne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Super Foyne He's really short though mm-hmm. I think But it's okay
0: He's 5 foot 7 Oh fuck my life I'm not even five foot one, so it'd be fine for me.
1: I hate being five nine. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, we now see Eddie. He's driving through New York City talking to his wife on the phone, who is just like his mother. She's very <laughs> overbearing, very much a worrywart, very uh over the top, like he hangs up, like they say goodbye. He hangs up, she calls back and says, Well, you didn't say you loved me.
0: Yeah, uh, Patrick loves that scene because that has literally happened. Oh, I do it 100%. too. I always make sure to say, I love you
1: to everyone who's leaving, like right. my house, my parents, Evan, everyone. Right. Oh, no, we've like
0: had a fight before on the phone, and I call back and be like, You have to tell me you love me in case oh, I die. Yeah,
1: no, 100%. And I will say, as someone <laughs> who's lost someone, that's important because it's really nice that the last thing you
0: hear from someone is, I love you. Yeah. They did a whole episode on How I Met Your Mother about last words and how important that was. It's a really good show. The show is so good. It's so good. I don't think we could possibly cover it
1: at any point. But just guys, watch How I Met Your Mother if you haven't. It's super fun. So
0: good.
1: He's a risk analyst, which makes absolute perfect sense and I think it's hilarious. Uh, He gets a call from Mike and then immediately gets in a car accident. (laughs) He's okay. Everyone's Okay. Taxi he's driving a him. Cadillac
0: SUV. Yeah,
1: he's doing well for himself. Now That car is a nice. Our uh, intro to Richie as an adult is him throwing up over a balcony because he had, he had just gotten a call from Mike. Richie throws up a lot in this. He apparently has an anxious stomach. <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah, and then he goes on stage and kind of bombs because he's dealing with this. Yeah, he's a professional comedian. Um, mm -hmm. Bill Hader bombing on stage. I can't even imagine. I'm sure it's happened to him in his life before he got his shit together. If you have never watched Bill Hader be Stefan, it is truly the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: One of my favorites is he did a mockumentary series with Fred Armisen that was just... God, it's so funny. I forget what it's called, but, like, Helen Mirren is the pretend presenter. That's incredible. But they, like, make fun of all these famous documentaries, and when one, they're, like, old ladies, like, in this old abandoned house. It's really funny.
1: Ben appears. He is on – it's actually kind of a cool reveal because they're showing, like, a boardroom and a, and a meeting going on, and you see a kind of chunky dude. Philip
0: um, Seymour Hoffman type.
1: Yeah, and who you think is probably Ben, right? Because Ben was a chunky kid. And then it turns out he's on, like, a Zoom call with them, and he's, like, super fucking handsome now. And, like, not that you can't be handsome and bigger, but he's, like, ripped. Like, it's obvious that it was, like, a big transformation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't really understand what his job is. I just heard a businessman. He's an architect. (laughs) He's an architect. Okay, I thought that, but then he wasn't the one doing the designing, so I couldn't tell. He gets the call from Mike. Stanley is doing
0: a puzzle. this is the coolest transition ever, though, in, like, cinematic history, I think. Because it's the starry sky, and you zoom in, and it's the bottom of Stanley's puzzle. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized I'm the puzzle piece which I didn't do that on purpose. <gasps> oh I meant that God. was, like, my that was like my kid token. Because, like, later on, they all have to go find their tokens from the summer of Pennywise. And, like, I used to do a lot of puzzles. I didn't realize that, though.
1: Aw, Stanley. And I will say a trigger warning again. This is when suicide comes into play he's doing a puzzle he receives a call from mike he goes in the bathroom and completes suicide by slitting his wrists
0: last episode at the end of the episode we were talking about blood magic Mm -hmm. and how fucking dangerous blood magic can be and i realized that that was stanley breaking the blood bond that was forged by that Mm -hmm. blood magic that they did like that's how powerful it is y'all just in terms of like it's not introductory magic in any way oh my god no i don't do it there's no fucking way yeah it's it's very very scary and very very bonding because like that is literally our life force also uh we just have to mention it the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255 also uh we like you here on this planet yes please if you need somebody to care we definitely care please reach out Yes, but also the that's the suicide hotline number, just in case hopefully everybody is mentally okay, but it is a really rough time of year yep. as well. Uh yeah. Now, on the lighter side of things, when Patrick and I were watching this on Halloween and I was a massively drunk, <laughs> as in a a five shots in two.
1: Oh like, my.
0: Yeah, November 1st was not my best day. <laughs> but Halloween was a good time. <laughs> Halloween with Liddy, okay? <laughs> Liddy. <laughs> but so Patty, Stanley's wife, books them a trip to <laughs> I thought Saturdays. you were referencing Patrick as Patty for a second. No, but my husband's name is Patrick. I don't call him Patty. I don't call him Pat. His name is Patrick, yeah. okay? Just like I'm V. I don't go by Vicky or anything else. Ew, uh, ew.
1: I hate that. I would never call you Vicky. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. I'm I'm just not a Vicky. No, you're I'm not. a V. Anyway, so the woman books her trip. She's like we're Buenos Aires bound and then the next thing the Sally does is go up into the bathtub and he never comes back. Yeah. And I'm just like I started bawling because I looked at Patrick, who is arguably one of the least suicidal people yeah. on the planet. Yeah. And I'm just like, "Don't you ever do that to me." I and know. he's like, "What? He's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I would hate it if we booked a trip because Patrick and I love to travel and we haven't been able to travel cuz of fucking COVID. And I was just, like, it would be the worst if we were, like, getting ready to go on a trip and then something happened to us. The circumstances
1: like, were very specific for you. The yeah.
0: circumstances were very specific for me. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, but also, like, you know, I was very drunk. But, like, very <laughs> sober. I definitely cried during this scene. It's really oh, well done. I cried. Yeah. His last thoughts are about Bill and his last words are... I swear, Bill, it's very sweet. It's very sweet and sad. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: So now we switch to Beverly, our lovely Jessica Chastain. She gets the call from Mike. Um, She this is when we learned that none of them can really remember what happened that summer. Mm -hmm. She can't even barely remember living in Derry because it was she left right after. So it kind of Stanley
0: did remember, though, because Stanley immediately to Mike was like, it's back, isn't it? Stanley was the one that remembered. that's
1: Probably why, unfortunately, he passed away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I actually thought I was watching this and I was like, oh, the husband isn't bad because I remembered in the first one. He was. So he like tells you she starts packing a bag and he's like, oh, you're packing a bag. Are you going somewhere? And she said, yeah, I have to go back to Derry, blah, blah, blah. And then he switches on a dime. Oh, it's scary. It's really scary. He's really scary. He starts saying how he's she's lying because she said Mike on the phone. So it obviously wasn't she because all she told him was that she was going home. Her friends called her and they needed her. And he obviously assumed they were women. And then he was accusing her of lying and cheating on him. But the girl isn't taking this line down. She fights back. It's really hard to watch. This is another trigger warning for uh, domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. She fights back, and he hits her with a belt. Then he straight up punches her in the face, and then begins to take his clothes off as if to rape her. Yeah. Luckily, she, and I doubt that would be the first time. um, It seems like a pattern. She breaks something over his head and escapes, and runs out in the rain in her night outfit. They do show, like, they're in a big house, so obviously they're, like, pretty successful business
0: wise um they're a creepy ass commissioned picture of I themselves <laughs> i kind of want that of me and evan though it's kind of funny
1: not in that position
0: though god what was this weird. weird what she's like laying on a couch and he's like lay. he's like standing behind her with like his hand in her hair oh i didn't notice that part yeah
1: so now we're actually they didn't make this super clear but we're back 27 years ago in dairy so they're telling us what happened to henry bowers after all this
0: he just, like, pops out of the sewer. Yeah,
1: so he <laughs> floats up to the sewer with all the bodies of the kids, right? He He's young, though. Yeah, he's this young. Is back him when he was young. Uh, He was then arrested for the murder of his dad, which he did do. I mean, yes. So. But now we go to him currently, and he's not looking great. He looks pretty rough, but he has been in, I believe it's, like, in a Satan asylum. I don't think it's a real prison. Yeah. yeah. He finds a red balloon under his bed, and then his creepy friend who was one of them one of the dead bodies Ooh. comes out and brings him his knife
0: so hock setter Hawk setter thank you
1: mm-hmm. um in my f- personal favorite scene at the movie the losers meet at a Ch- chinese restaurant excuse me yes i love this scene love so this well scene. Our, and it's also a nice this, little throwback to the first movie because they were
0: at a chinese restaurant that's that's the kind of witches we should have been kylie the fucking crab rangoon bitches oh i am a <gasps> crab
1: rangoon fan
0: I would, be, I would be a pork dumpling or gyoza witch. Love gyoza.
1: <clears throat> I don't want crabber and goons now. Um, <laughs> it's an absolutely lovely meeting is what I wrote because it was. Um, they kind of all trickle in. They're all excited to see each other. It's clear that Mike is the only one who remembers everything that happened. It, he talks about how because he remained in Derry, that's why he remembers and everyone else has forgotten it. the farther they've gone away and the longer it's
0: been. And it's cute for a little while because they're, like, remembering all the cute things and, like, And, you know, like, taking like, shots catch- and, yeah. Yeah, like, catching up and it's really cute and sweet. And then they, like, remember Pennywise. Yeah. Ooh.
1: So Mike calls it the Echo. Um, he says that they changed it, but they didn't stop him. Ugh. Yeah. This is where it starts getting creepy. They open their fortune cookies and it spells out, guess Stanley could not cut it. And I will say it is a specific reference to him hurting himself with a blade. Yeah. Creepy little things start crawling out of all the fortune cookies. There's like an eye. There's like a little animal thing with a baby on its head. And it's creepy. A bunch of sludge comes out. I forget which one. It might have been Richie. Well, they start like hitting the table with a. Oh, it's Mike. It's Mike. It's Mike. With a chair. And the waitress comes in and can't see anything. And then everything disappears.
0: She's like, is everything okay? And I was like, this waitress is the most composure of, like, any character. I've yeah, I know. Seen. There's no way she,
1: she would have gotten her manager. There's absolutely no way. Richie kind of freaks out on a kid that's just quoting his stand-up in the lobby because obviously he's striked out. And this is when they find out that Stanley has died. They're out in the parking lot. Beverly calls Stanley's number. His wife picks up and said that he died yesterday. And Beverly knows how it happened. Richie and Eddie leave, saying they don't want to die. They're done with this. Beverly and Ben also leave, saying they're going back to the inn. Now we're back at some kind of sporting event, I think. A little girl. It's a baseball game. It's a baseball game. See? Sporting event. A little girl was actually at the carnival. She still has face paint on. Follows what appears to be like a. It's not face face paint. It's a birthmark. Are you kidding?
0: It's a birthmark. Oh, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. She was at the carnival, though. She's the one who... Um, That's why I assume also... she just
1: had something cute on her face.
0: No, it's a birthmark. This was a really meta part of the movie for me. I'm going to explain. So my real given name on my birth certificate is Victoria. That is the name of this little girl. My father had a huge birthmark on his face. Hmm. For most of his life until he had to have it removed because it was affecting his earring because it was that big. Oh, wow. Um, it was a health concern. So he had it removed, I think, when he was about almost 40. But he had a birthmark on his face. And so, like, this little girl with this little birthmark on her face was, like, a pot- a potential alternate universe version oh, of myself. I don't even go there. Yeah. That's not a good outlook well no because she did (laughs) she did good for the first like little bit of it she's like you're a scary clown
1: (laughs) yeah so she follows what it looks like a firefly pennywise catches it calls her vicky as we talked about it's not a name i go by i know i was just gonna say we were just talking about that so she's scared of him she tells him she can't talk to strangers that kind of thing he claims no one is his friend because of how he looks okay pennywise And then I just wrote in all caps, is he making one eye go in a different direction? That's like the signature thing. I know, but I didn't notice it before now.
0: That's like the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't fully. He's been doing that like the entire time. My brother can actually do that. I'm going to see if I can get it on camera when I see him because it's creepy. Yeah. Apparently Bill Hader thought they were doing that with CGI and then Bill Skarsgård showed him and freaked him out. (laughs) Dude, it's creepy. It is so creepy. Um, and he eats her. Uh, so yeah, that was a very that was a very weird moment for me in the film because I'm just like, wow, this is literally another version of myself in some universe where Pennywise exists. Uh, and a, I live a, I lived in Maine. It's a bad universe. And my mother was a blonde. <laughs>
1: Actually, she was a blonde. Never mind. <laughs> Henry. Now we're switched back to Henry Bowers. He kills a fellow. I think it was a nurse. oh a nurse nurse, actually and he does escape from his insane asylum type place and gets into a car and Hofstadter is driving zombie is
0: driving the car that's always a great way to go (laughs) always get into the car with the zombie that's just so smart And he
1: like acts like everything's fine he's like okay go (laughs) like
0: Not only does he act like everything's fine, he acts like he's fucking, you know, whatever, 15 again. It's really it's disgusting. Yeah.
1: So now we are back at the inn. A very cute little bed and breakfast type inn. Beverly admits that she has seen how all of them die.
0: Okay, Kylie, have you ever known anybody in your witchcraftness? <laughs> <laughs> your witchcraft craftiness? Uh, have you ever known anybody to actually have this gift of sight of any kind? I have a friend kind? who
1: can who's a medium, but no, not not psychic like in advance. No.
0: So a tarot is one of those things where it's a form of divination and divination is like telling your future. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's not actually how it works. No. So I refuse to um, tell the future. There's been a few times where I've read in the cards like if you do this and this, this might happen. But the future is always contingent upon you doing something. Yeah,
1: we have free will.
0: Yeah, we definitely have free will. And like the the future is dictated a lot more by what we do. So and that's also why it's so circumstances. To
1: Sickness, illness, natural disasters.
0: Uh right, right. that type of thing. Right. I mean I almost feel like clairvoyance is like some type of like we're just talking about alternate universes. Like, there's a version of myself that decided to be a musician somewhere in existence that means that
1: somewhere i'm a vet
0: right there's there's different versions of ourselves and it's like it this is why the idea of a multiverse like is so exciting because like there's there's just different different decisions and different choices will put you in different places and that's honestly what i feel like clairvoyance is is just like seeing those different potential versions of a person but they don't always turn out to be true and uh, beverly even says she's seen how all of the losers die but she's not saying they all die said,
1: from pennywise
0: though but she's well, no, saying but she they said they all die she said none of them make it another 20 years if they don't take care of pennywise basically yeah. so like it's implied that she knows how they all die oh well, she said so, like knows how they all die yeah right that allegedly goes away at, at, spoiler like at the end of the movie when Pennywise is defeated. as if you How didn't come here dare you! Oh no, we don't defeat the villain?
1: But we do keep Bill Skarsgård around.
0: Yeah, sure. Forever in my heart. I mean, he is mortal, but okay. Oh, shut up. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, Mike and Bill were the only two that were still on board to take on Pennywise. They are back at Mike's now, Mike's house, or it's more like a... his loft above the library yeah oh god v i can't express how much my dream would be to live in a loft above
0: a library that would be really dope honestly i i have to clarify about mike convinced bill that he wanted to show him something bill is not completely on board yet
1: thank you i missed that
0: mike is very nefarious about this whole next bit
1: uh yeah it's pretty shitty actually
0: it is honestly not cool i don't really care what your ends are the means are never drugs somebody
1: so he yeah we kind of bury the lead there he drugs bill and bill has a full experience i assume it's a peyote type situation it is kind of funny
0: because at one point he's like i
1: don't feel real good yeah it's <laughs> but it's definitely some kind of hallucinogenic he experiences this whole thing and then comes to realize how dangerous pennywise is
0: yeah, so Mike talks about this fiction, completely fictional indigenous tribe called the Shakopeewa. I will say I'm
1: glad they went
0: fake. Yeah. What, um, what
1: if they had like named a real tribe? And, right. And got it wrong,
0: you know? But they also didn't need to do this at all because no, it's not in the book. It's not in the book. <laughs> like it's not. It's completely out It's nowhere. not. It's not fucking canon, you know?
1: It's really weird. I kind of hate it.
0: It is really weird. Um, I read an article by an indigenous person. I neglect to look uh, what tribe they were from. But they were basically saying how shitty it was that they basically just like use the figures of the indigenous people as like a plot device and then that's it. Yeah. And um, it's not cool. It's not trendy. That's not a thing that we do. So in lieu of talking about this shitty Shakopee thing. So there's this really cool website called Native. Hyphenland.ca, where you can pull up a map and you can find out what native land you're oh, living on i
1: want to look
0: yeah oh this is
1: so cool yeah it's really neat you can so, you can um, turn on languages territories yep.
0: or treaties how yep.
1: fucking rad i wish yeah that- it's really cool i mean i know michigan has a lot
0: So in Florida, the Seminole tribe, despite the football team for FSU, um, the Seminole tribe is actually in southern Florida, but where I live in the Tampa Bay area is the Tocobaga tribe. Fun. I have Mississauga. Cool. So around the area of Maine, probably where Derry would be, which is like more Bangor area, um, there is the Passamaquoddy and the Penobscot tribes, which were Algonquian, they spoke an Algonquian dialect. But I was interested to see if there was any like hallucinogenic stuff that they did. And apparently, a lot of Algonquian tribes used something called datura, which was a hallucinogenic, and they would often use it for like, like ceremonies. Uh, yeah, like a ceremony. Um, I'm trying to, like into like a a boy to man. Okay, like, like a the a transition mix into manhood. Yeah, I was going to say like a bar mitzvah, but I'm like, I don't know very much about either of these cultures, and I don't want to talk about it. I know a ton about day, so <laughs> help you, so Not be out there. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, Datura is actually something I know a little bit about because of my beloved Herb Crafters Tarot, and this is beautiful, like, moon-like species of flower. I love that. It's so pretty. So in the tarot, it is, uh, in this tarot deck, it is the moon. The moon is a card that represents kind of losing yourself to this kind of thing. Like it, it represents losing yourself to the magic. Um, I've seen the moon card represented with like fairy circles before as well, which it's like this element of like danger, but also like opening your mind to some wild ass experiences. And that's usually when like there's peyote and ayahuasca and um, in this case, tatura, those sorts of things, while they can be dangerous... They can be really incredible spiritual experiences. I don't condone or recommend it because those are specific to those indigenous yeah, tribes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, we're not going there. Also, stop using white sage, people. I swear to fucking God.
0: Yeah, white sage is also in this deck as something like, hey, let's protect the white sage because it's also like an indigenous thing. So um, there's indigenous plenty of other herbs that like, you can use. hard to come across now. Like, yeah and, there's yeah. plenty of other you could literally you could grow sage like you would cook with in your garden and dry that and burn that you can do pine you could do like literally rose petals you could do anything i just blow on like, stuff to do smoke cleansing yeah i really like smoke cleansing i'm a big fan of incense because i like the yummy smells i use but candles. yeah i try to i'm avoid.
1: more of a candle witch myself
0: yeah i like i like that smoke and fire i have definitely set my fire alarm off many times <laughs> in some of my witchy pursuits But anyway, I wanted to take a moment to recognize the Penobscot, the Passamaquoddy, uh, the Tocobaga in my area. And then where'd you say what was in your area? Peoria
1: is one of them. Cool. And then
0: Mississauga, I believe, is the other one. The website, again, is native-land.ca and find out um, what land you're living on. And I'm
1: not going to lie. There's a lot in my area. Like, there's... Cause oh, there's I, a lot. Yeah.
0: Just remember that the land that we're living on is stolen and full of bloodshed. So, remembering that is really important. Lighting a candle for the indigenous people's past. That's something I'm going to be doing today. So... Me too. And also, this is a
1: complete side note. But um, there was a, a, a massacre. Four people have now died. Eight more are injured. Um, Oxford High School, which is about 20 minutes from my house, there was a school shooter. Um, so if everyone could just send out their energy, maybe light a candle for Oxford high school, if you pray, pray for them, um, we'd really appreciate it. It's, it's still, I haven't fully processed the fact that it happened that close to me. I'm not going to lie.
0: Hmm.
1: Whatever little, uh, pull I have on the world, I just want to send out more energy for them.
0: So just a quick note on like prayers and candles, um, like, witchy-wise, because that's, like, I just changed praying to, like, lighting candles for people. Like, it's just, um, it's an easy transition. And if you're Catholic, it's way, e- it's even easier because Catholics already light candles mm-hmm. while they pray. So Sure do. Um, it's, it's the same principle. If it's hard to wrap your head around, like, lighting, why do witches light candles? It's the same as praying, like, a lot of the time. Like, honoring somebody, remembering somebody, putting out good energy into the world. It's the idea of, like, sacrificing the candle... I I saw a funny thing one time where it's like if you want that toxic man back in your life, he's not worth the fifty cents of wax you are about to burn. <sighs>
1: okay, now we can get back. Yeah, we
0: gotta we gotta get back.
1: Um, so Beverly, oh, we find out the reason that she has had all these premonitions about how everyone dies is because when she was younger in the first movie, she was caught in the deadlights. Pennywise, the deadlights, dead yeah. So, Bill says that they have to remember what happened uh, back in the day for the ritual to work. So, they all are trying to remember what happened. They go to the barren's area. They find their old clubhouse that Ben had built. The ritual that they're going to perform to try to trap Pennywise asks for a type of sacrifice. And this is what we were talking about with tokens. Um, They all should need to find an artifact or a token from that time. In order to complete the ritual. Beverly goes to her old house. She finds out that her father is dead. I thought she had killed him. But apparently she didn't. She just knocked him out cold.
0: This is where there's the super unreliable narrator bullshit happening. Because also this old woman that's answering the door is fucking Pennywise. It's not an actual woman. So because Beverly doesn't remember... She's like, I haven't talked to my father in a while. And she's like, oh, well, your father passed, like, several years ago. We weren't on good speaking terms, blah, blah, blah. Beverly probably killed her dad. Okay, that's what I thought. He was I'm, like, 99% sure. Yeah, like, and nobody probably found that motherfucker for a while because I doubt anybody was checking up on him.
1: And then why would she have left to go visit her, or to go stay with her aunt if her dad wasn't dead? Right. So she, um... Has a flashback to her dad being abusive. Beverly really has the worst of this. I swear. She. Girl has been through a lot. Uh, she digs into the wall. Like the floor. Like the crown molding kind of thing. And finds the poem that she hid there. That Ben had written back in the day. About November embers. Or January embers. Or whatever. January embers,
0: Your hair is winter fire. January embers. My heart
1: burns there too. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Uh, So now the old lady's creepy. Uh, She's, like, getting her tea or something. This gives me major Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows vibes with, like, the creepy old woman. Anyway, I'm the Harry Potter witch. (laughs) In in Derry, no one, she says, in Derry, no one who dies here ever really dies. (laughs) And then the woman says that she was always daddy's little girl and transforms into this crazy dead long boobed
0: woman. Oh, also, she she was daddy's little girl, but her daddy was a circus performer. So, like, it's implied that her dad was Pennywise. Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that.
0: I mean, but the woman is Pennywise, so it's yeah. like, it, whatever. Yeah. You know, Pennywise is
1: just, you know, doing a shapeshifting bullshit. And then Pennywise kind of appears as her dad. So it's obviously awful. It's really bad. Richie is going to the movie theater slash arcade situation. He remembers being bullied by Henry there, Henry Bowers, and scared by Pennywise there. He sees a memorial of himself again. He did that like in the first movie. He had a missing poster. Yeah.
0: It was this funeral flyer. It, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: pamphlet thing. Pennywise attacks him as this statue thing.
0: He just like comes float. He's like singing a weird song yeah. cuz like so Richie is gay. And it's his dirty little secret. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like the whole thing that's implied throughout the movie. And that wasn't actually part of his original character, but Stephen King liked the update. Yeah.
1: So Pennywise says he wouldn't want anyone to know what Richie is hiding. Like a, he's like
0: a, this famous comedian and he can't be gay because I guess we still don't live in that kind of progressive world. We do. Shit. We We do. There would be... <gasps> There
1: would be no problem with a comedian being gay. Maybe like a heartthrob, like actor.
0: See, we're very open-minded and just like, dude, like don't hurt anybody. And you do you, like, yeah. Let's protect people who are marginalized. You know, just like, oh freaking. <sighs> but you know, there's still a lot of people in the world. Uh, there's a lot of countries even where they're just like, oh, absolutely, super homophobic.
1: I'm ta- I'm, I'm just talking but, about. Being a professional comedian in modern day America, I don't think it would affect his career to be gay.
0: I think there would be a lot of people who would be upset about it because there's still large pockets of America where they're extremely homophobic. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is if he's 40 years old and has never come out as gay, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be, it would be terrifying to be 40 years old and, like, basically hiding an essential part of who you are. Huge part of your identity. A huge part of your identity. Like, I have always been a straight woman, so I don't know what that's like, but I imagine that that is really, really scary. And, again, Pennywise is always attracted to the fear, Mm -hmm. so, like, that's Mm -hmm. the thing he's going to fuck with Richie about.
1: Poor Richie. Richie's, Richie and Eddie are my
0: I need like a whole movie of Richie and Eddie just living together, being husbands, fucking with each other all the time.
1: <laughs> and uh Richie is struggling because Stanley was one like his
0: best friend. So, he's really Oh yeah, they were they were best friends when they were younger. Yeah, so it's hard.
1: So now we're back with Bill James McAvoy. William James McAvoy, Bill. He sees his old <laughs> you Just wait, did you just give him like
0: a different name? Yes.
1: He <laughs> He sees his old bike in, like, a pawn shop and buys it. Kylie, 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 Kylie. Was, you know who the shop owner Steven is, right? Spielberg. Try again. Are you kidding? Who? Did is you this Steven King? King? Yeah. That's what I meant to say.
0: I was like, those dudes are very different, Kylie. They aren't
1: <laughs> that different
0: looking. What? Pull them up side by side right now and tell me. Stephen King looks so grumpy. I love it. He's a writer. Of course,
1: he's grumpy. Oh, they do look super different. (laughs) I'm such a dumbass. I meant to. I meant to. So leaving that in. You can. I just wrote Stephen. And when I talked about it, I just said what came to mind. So, Stephen King is the owner of the bike (laughs) shop.
0: He doesn't want Bill to sign his book because he didn't like the ending. I know
1: exactly. What I wrote didn't like the ending.
0: Um, oh God! You're the big rider. You can afford it. <laughs> he takes the bike. He
1: hears Georgie's voice coming from the sewer, asking for help. Um, how fucking traumatized! Oh, Bill but, like, is so how traumatized because traumatized? we had a little like flashback, and Bill was actually faked being sick so he didn't have to play with his little brother
0: yeah which like, is
1: well, something all of us would do like that is totally
0: normal but that's a normal that's a normal fucking thing yeah like how would you ever know that your little brother was just not going to come back mm. from playing i think he
1: reaches down into the sewer doesn't he and all he gets is the paper boat
0: he almost gets like pulled in there by all the tiny hands Yeah, <laughs> tiny hands creepy tiny hands
1: now a little kid pulls up and says he here on his little skateboard bill's talking to him and he says that he hears voices from his tub drain and just like i hear
0: voices from the tub though yeah like like it's a normal fucking thing but this is the same kid from the chinese restaurant by the way oh i don't know if you noticed that bill tells him to get out of dairy (laughs) which i'm like
1: the kid is like eight i don't think he's gonna be able to just leave (laughs) yeah he's just like should make up some fucking excuse and get out of here as if when your eight-year-old comes to you and is like, sell your house, mom, we're moving. Like, you would actually do it. Yeah, I mean, I would need my
0: kid to give me a little bit more information. But if my kid did tell me they were hearing voices from the top drain, I would be like, yeah, we
1: might need to move. I don't think it would be moving. I think I would, like, send them to a therapist.
0: I mean, I would also be a snake in the drains.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So Ben goes back to the school. He has a memory where Bev is smoking in school. And Bev turns into Pennywise, so his fears... She obvi- catches on
0: motherfucking fire, like, oh, yeah. it is intense. Yeah, and
1: she's obviously, Be- he's so in love with Bev,
0: still. Ugh. It's sad, because like, he goes to kiss her, and she's she's like, ew, I meant as a friend, now I wouldn't want to d- date someone disgusting like you, and I was just like, wow, like, I all parts she of 12. not
1: think Pennywise said that. No, right?
0: she didn't, it was Pennywise, yeah. no, it was, it was him thinking of Pennywise, but like, this like, the most fucking 12-slash-13-year-old moment. Like, epic rejection. Mm. I felt that in my 12-year-olds. I well. couldn't
1: have dealt with that, honestly.
0: No. But, well, and then the girl turns into, like, a walking ball of fire. Mm-hmm. You know, your priorities change real fast. <laughs> Dump her ass. If she... If, babies. If he or him or her... I like that hair is on fire.
1: listeners babies.
0: <laughs> They're babies. Witches. If their hair is on fire, you dump their ass right now. I mean, you don't don't mess with any of that shit. You don't know. You do not know what sewer they crawled out of. Oh! And on I made that
1: note.
0: Did you get my sewer joke, though?
1: Yeah. Oh, I did. I sure did. <laughs> Coming back together at the end, Beverly still thinks to this day that Bill wrote the poem. He did not.
0: Even though she remembered that it was Ben when they were younger, but yeah. she forgot again. Yeah.
1: Eddie is now at the pharmacy. The pharmacist is like a piece of shit and says that he has cancer. It's
0: It's the same pharmacist and the same daughter.
1: It goes back to when he was little. The mom is calling him from the basement. She's strapped up in some kind of like doctor's chair situation. And then Pennywise attacks him. As the leper.
0: Yeah. Which she was afraid of when he was little.
1: (sighs) Beverly and Bill kiss. Yeah. They're both married and they kiss. Ew, that's gross. I didn't even think about Bill. I didn't care that Beverly was cheating on her abusive husband, but Bill shouldn't be doing that. So for you, kissing is cheating, huh? 100%. Okay. Is it not for you?
0: I feel like I could forgive it. No. Absolutely
1: no way. I'd cut a dick off.
0: Over a kiss? You should cut the lips off. No, dick hurts worse. Punishment fits the crime.
1: It does anyway a skateboard comes down the stairs on its own not creepy at all (laughs) underneath it says won't be there for him
0: either meaning the kid that was on the skateboard pennywise is being such an asshole because like bill in no way shape or form has any relationship with this kid other than shaking him on the street and telling him to get the fuck out of dairy yeah he doesn't yeah
1: exactly eddie is back in his room but Henry Bauer stabs Eddie in the cheek, which is ow. Fucking ow. Yeah. Yeah. And then Eddie stabs Henry through
0: the shower curtain. However, Henry does get away. We are glossing over, I forgot to mention, we are glossing over the fact that there's like so many funny ass things that happen in this movie. I know, but I'm just trying to get us through oh, no. it. No, I know. It's not really important for the summary. I just needed to mention it because this movie is like fucking hilarious. It's quite funny.
1: It's really good. It's a really enjoyable movie to watch.
0: I laughed, I cried, I was scared. Like, it's literally one of those films. It's perfect. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Um, Okay, so Bill shows up at the carnival looking for the kid. He chases him into a funhouse. However, this gets really brutal. Pennywise is there. The little boy is stuck between, like, two glass rooms where Pennywise is on one side and Bill's on the other. Pennywise uses his head to crack open the glass and eats the kid
0: it is brutal
1: it is brutal (laughs) oh my
0: god
1: anyway wow richie left the inn he sees the temple that stanley belonged to and kind of has a moment remembering remembering his bar mitzvah i didn't realize richie was also jewish but he was henry shows up henry bowers i have to say his whole name because otherwise it feels weird henry bowers shows up <laughs> to kill
0: mike we don't have familiarity with henry bowers that we do <laughs> with the other lo- with the losers so it's like henry bowers as opposed to like mike richie eddie yeah. you know? richie
1: hits him in the ed- in the head with an axe type thing and kills him and then throws up and then throws up i don't blame him i would throw up if
0: i killed someone too. and then they're like are you okay he's like no i just fucking killed somebody the thing I love about this movie so much is, like, there's, like, no macho character. Well, Bill is a little bit, like, running after this random kid. But, like, nobody's really, like, macho or, like, the hero or too serious. Like, everybody's, like, just funny and, like, norm It's all normal people. Like, the way they react to things is, like, the way we would react to things. Yeah. I don't know. It's just very relatable. Yeah,
1: it is. I enjoyed this one even more than the first
0: one. I really liked it. This is probably one of my favorite movies ever. Honestly. I've watched it so many times this year. Like, it's just such a good film. Bill
1: has decided he is going to go fight it no matter what. They all follow him. Once again, he did this when he was younger, too. They all follow him. They're going to the Nebel house. They said, <laughs> I thought this was a fun quote. Richie said at best when we were here last. Let's kill this fucking clown. Let's kill this fucking clown. And they said, beep, beep, Richie, which I thought was funny. Oh,
0: yeah. Because our title, yeah, ben, our
1: no. original one was Beep Beep. Yep.
0: So, That's what they say, to get Richie to shut the fuck up.
1: And they're now in the house. Ben is starting to get into his abs. I'm not even an ab person, but his body is ridiculous. He's getting home at last, carved into him by the spirit of Pennywise.
0: Like the invisible version of him in the mirror. Yes. It's weird. It's really cool, though.
1: Richie... I believe it's Richie and Bill. I want to say, seeing Stan in the fridge. Richie, Bill, and Eddie. Oh, okay. Then there is the the head. Stanley's head falls out of the fridge and turns into this weird spider thing. Ben kills it.
0: It's a it's a whole ordeal, which is really cool. But it's an, actually an homage to John Carpenter's The Thing, which is a great movie. Oh, really? Absolutely cover. Oh yeah, girl, it is it is a wild ride the thing we're back
1: now in the sewers basically they're trying to find pennywise they go down through the hole in the basement that stuff they have a ritual in the sewers they put all the tokens in eddie burns his inhaler bill burns the boat which is that's kind of sad but yeah Um, yeah georgie's little paper yeah beverly burns the poem which is also kind of sad which is really sad. Like, oh, my God. Like, don't you want to keep a copy of that shit? I would. Richie burns tokens from the theater. Ben burns the page of the yearbook that Beverly signed. That
0: he kept in his wallet for 27 know, years. That's so sweet. Mike tries to burn a rock from the rock fight. They found when they were in the clubhouse, Stanley had bought everybody shower caps, so they didn't get spiders in their hair when they were down in the clubhouse. And they threw one of the shower caps in there for Stanley. That's very sweet.
1: I think this movie did a much better job at honoring Stanley than the first did. The first miniseries, I mean, not the first movie. It, and
0: did a way better job. They did Eddie Dirty in the first one. Like, so dirty in the first, mm-hmm. like, in the 90s version. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, it's like Eddie was a virgin out of nowhere and, like, pssh. It was rough.
1: Okay. So, they all grab hands. And they start chanting, turn
0: light into dark. They're not very good at chanting. They're like all saying it at different (laughs) times. They just—they do not understand the assignment of chanting. (laughs) They
1: are saying it all at different times. Uh, That's probably why it didn't work. (laughs) Probably. Uh, (laughs) Lights are being sucked into the vase that Mike has, and he does try to shut it. However, a red balloon starts popping out and fills the space, then eventually pops. Pennywise appears.
0: I think they did a decent job of the CGI, actually. Oh,
1: yeah. This movie is really well done. Mike didn't, had not shared what happened to the indigenous people that he'd been using through his rituals, and it was that it had killed them before.
0: So yeah. it
1: Pennywise slaughtered all those people. Yay! Pennywise kind of turns to this spider creature. He says, I craved you. I missed you. Ugh. Creepy. So, now... Super creepy. Now, um, Bill somehow wakes up in his basement... His, like, childhood basement.
0: Featured in the first film.
1: Full of water. Ben and Beverly get sucked into their own traps. Beverly isn't back in the bathroom where she was, like, tortured as a kid in the school.
0: I don't know where Ben is. I wrote Ben is back. Okay. I figured this out. The fourth fucking watch through. So, Ben grows up to be an architect, right? Yes. Ben is also the one who dug out and built the clubhouse. So, he was, like, an aspiring architect as a kid. Mm-hmm. He's in the clubhouse, and the clubhouse is collapsing and filling in. His oh. worst fear was that they were all going to be trapped down oh. there and, and Oh, Okay. Yeah, I didn't get it for the longest time. Like, seriously, this is the fourth time, and that was the finally the time that I understood what was... Because it was like, why is he in a sand trap? Like, why is he in quicksand? No, I didn't. I, I don't get it at all. I'm sharp, y'all. She's I got a fourth witch.
1: watch through. <laughs> Richie and Eddie, right? are facing the three doors that say not scary at yes. all,
0: scary, very scary.
1: Okay, this is my question for you. What would, oh, yeah. what would your
0: very scary be? My very scary, probably a zombie shark trying to eat me. A zombie shark? Yeah, I'm terrified of being swallowed by a shark. And when it's a zombie, it's just really scary. I didn't realize you were that scared of sharks. I said it on the last episode. I didn't realize it was that bad, though. Oh, it's just a weird, irrational fear that I have whenever I'm in a body of water. But I'm actually planning on going on a shark dive next year with my stepdad. What? So, yeah. He told me about this thing in the Bahamas where they throw a bunch of chum into the water and everybody locks arms at the bottom and they, you just watch the Absolutely sharks Absolutely not. No, this is how I conquer my fear.
1: abso fucking not.
0: Mine would be birds.
1: It's very obvious. Yeah, I know yours would be birds. Ostriches, emus, turkeys. Those are my scariest birds. I am open to penguins. I'm okay with those, but they swim. Okay. And they swim. They know. don't have feathers like that. It's the feather flappy thing. Uh, the very scary door that they open has this like detached pelvis and legs running at them. Do you know what that is? The bottom half of the girl that was killed, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's like, where's your fucking legs? Yeah. So what's her name? Betty or something? Betty reps Thank you. God, you have a great memory. Thank you.
1: Um, the not scary room has a Pomeranian dog and they're like talking to it, but then it turns,
0: it turns bad. Richie was making a joke about how like he hoped that Pennywise's final form was a puppy, like a Pomeranian. And then it's Pomeranian behind the not so scary door. So
1: now Bill, unfortunately in the basement again, Bill sees Georgie and it's really sad. Uh, he said, you lied and I died.
0: Yeah. It gets intense. And then he
1: starts screaming, lied and died. Turns kind of zombie-like. And then Bill kills fake
0: Georgie. Bill drowns fake Georgie. Mm-hmm. And then he has to confront the younger version of himself, which, like, God help me, I hope I never have to do. Oh my God, I, I would die.
1: <laughs> I was I'd the be most like,
0: irrational fucking 12 year old. Oh,
1: honey, I had undiagnosed anxiety and depression and... Braces, glasses, and short hair. It was a rough time for Kylie in, like, middle in middle school. No friends. Beverly is being tortured in the bathroom stall once again, just like she was back in the day. Beverly and Ben are about to be drowned in different things by Pennywise. Beverly in blood, Ben in dirt.
0: You ready for this? What? Guess how many gallons of blood were involved in this? One hundred.
1: Up. A thousand it's a world record 5,000 4,500 i was close with 5,000 on my third you were. you were when i told you it was a world record yeah. <laughs> shush <laughs> ben tells beverly that he loves her it's the power of
0: love it did much better that time it was beautiful Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Uh, they make it out alive together. And Bev learns that it was Ben who wrote the poem all those years ago. She remembers. She remembers the embers. The January embers. So, um, so they're good. They're good. They're all good. They're in love now. Um, Yay. <laughs> uh, I, this is the dumbest execution of what I said. Bill's baby self threatens to shoot real Bill. (laughs) What the fuck
0: am I talking about? Baby Bill threatens to shoot big Bill with the sheep murderer. Oh, that thing is so brutal. Real Bill,
1: older Bill kills fake baby Bill. (laughs) That's what I wrote. I don't know what I was on. I was so like into this movie that like my notes don't really make sense because I was like really into it. Um, I know. Yeah, it's super good. It's super good. Uh, we're back to reality now they're back in the sewer pennywise is there as a giant spider tarantula situation so his bottom half his spider butt and the top half is the clown it's special um i will say bill scars <laughs> better than what they did in the 90s version. oh my god oh, so bad mike says that he is not afraid and pennywise grabs him In my favorite line of the movie, Richie calls Pennywise a, quote, sloppy bitch.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's great. Richie's the
1: best. And then says,
0: yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. (laughs) But as he's trying to say that, he gets caught in the deadlights and just goes completely catatonic. And it's, Patrick and I were, like, at that point only kind of watching the movie because we had seen it four times. But we, like, laughed our asses off. That's pretty great. It's great. So, yeah,
1: he gets pulled up in the deadlights. Eddie thinks that he had killed Pennywise. This is hard to even read. I think
0: I got him, dude. He's, like, so excited and telling Richie. Oh, God. And then Pennywise appears behind him and
1: stabs him through his body.
0: Oh, God, my heart. I didn't
1: see this one coming.
0: Because Richie, we have not talked about up until, like, this very moment. Richie has been in love with Eddie since they were kids. Wait, what? Like, yeah, they're in love. That's what RE was, girl. What's R&E? On the bridge. When was that? At the end of the movie. Oh my
1: god, I'm so stupid. I was wondering what he was carving.
0: Yeah, that's why he was freaking out about Eddie. He's been in love. That's why, like, yeah, Richie's been in love with Eddie since they were kids. Oh, oh my god. That's like, it makes it like 10 million times sadder. It really does.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm fine. They they drag Eddie, he's still alive. They drag him deeper into the cavern to try to get away from Pennywise.
0: Pennywise flings him around for a few minutes. Yeah, there's by no way, the way there's no
1: way a body would survive that. I'm just saying. The plan is to get him back higher up in the caverns um to get it back into his smaller form like his like just regular clown form.
0: Because apparently the saying of the fake indigenous tribe was all beings must follow the law of the shape they inhabit, which is actually cool ass witchcraft. Yeah, but it's a fake saying by fake. I don't know. <laughs> they keep using these like freaking indigenous cultures plot devices, and I'm just like, that's cool, but but it, uh, they they were sloppy bitches for doing that. They were sloppy bitches. Sloppy I think bitches. The na- that's the title I was of the going episode. To say that!
1: Of sloppy, bitches. Of sloppy bitches they all start calling out insults to pennywise and they start making him smaller
0: they yeah because they, they can't lure him up into the cavern so they're like there's more than one way to make a person small and i'm like witchcraft again yes
1: and they say things like you're a clown you're a bully and someone says
0: you're just a motherfucking stupid puppet it's really cheesy like talking about it it sounds really cheesy but like in the moment of the movie it's just like yeah get him like get one two punch i mean what are the where you're gonna kill him you know i mean i'm into it i'm into it especially because like i definitely can't battle like a giant monstrous spider clown (laughs) (laughs) i'm here for the zingers they pull out its heart
1: pennywise's heart and they crush it all in their hands
0: this is, it's so gross. He's like this little pathetic thing and he's like, look at you, you're all grown up. And then they like just remove his heart and squish it. Good, bye Pennywise. All the- bye Pennywise,
1: bitch! All of the pieces of Pennywise go up in like chunks up into the sky. They float. They all celebrate and then they go to Eddie. Who? And Eddie be dead. Eddie is gone.
0: And Richie cannot handle it.
1: Nope. And now that I know why,
0: I'm gonna start crying. I swear. No, to God. we're it not makes gonna me go so there. Sad.
1: They all escape, but they have Richie freaks out. He doesn't want to leave Eddie's body, but they do have to leave because the house is collapsing.
0: Um, I have no. I have like no comments. Yeah, I He's know. Just so sad. It was really
1: sad. All of them jump into the water in the Barrens. You know,
0: at the quarry. At the
1: Quarry. I apologize. The Barrens is the sewer. I apologize. I get it wrong every time. Into the quarry. Yeah. And they say, you know what, Eddie would have hated this. And then they all hug Richie.
0: Yeah, and I know I wrote that down because um, it's the same as when Bill is crying because he finds Georgie's coat. And Richie's crying and all the losers come and hug him too. Mm-hmm. And then he cracks a joke.
1: Yeah, but out of pain. Oh, no,
0: I mean, I totally would have cracked a joke too.
1: Beverly and Bill make out, or no, not Bill. Beverly and Ben. Wow,
0: wrong, wrong loser. Beverly and,
1: I wrote it down, but I know it's Ben. Beverly and Ben kiss under the water, which seems really difficult to do and kind of not worth it.
0: Yeah, it's not, it looks cute on camera, but it's not great in execution. Mm -mm. Like in reality. Uh, They're
1: back in Derry, in downtown Derry. The scars from their blood oath are now gone.
0: That's the magic, baby. It goes back to when they were kids. They see themselves in like um, a window as kids. And like Stanley and Eddie are still there. And this is the part where I start bawling. Yeah.
1: They're all together again. Now we are back to normal life. They have defeated Pennywise. They're back. Mike is calling Bill. Bill is writing the book of this story. And they discuss why they're not forgetting everything this time. And they say maybe it's because Pennywise is dead or maybe because they have more to remember, more positive things to remember. Which is really sweet. It's really sweet. The end of this movie is really, really sweet. Mike is leaving Derry.
0: Oh, there's one really important thing I have to mention. Yes. Mike says to Bill, I love you, man. And Bill says, I love you, too. Mm -hmm. And we need to fucking normalize heterosexual men telling each other they love each other. It's totally fine. Okay? In fact, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And
1: you don't want people that you do love to go without hearing that. It's such a nice thing to say to people. And if you mean it, it means the world.
0: It's really great. It's really great. So, like, um, loving, loving somebody... There's been this thing going around the internet where it's, like, anything that's, like, not hyper-masculine is something that's quote-unquote gay. Like, my my friend actually uh, went on a date with a girl, and he said that she thought because he was cold in the restaurant, she thought he was gay. What the fuck? That is a real thing that happened to a real person that I know. But, like, it's things like that. So, like, saying I love you to another man when you're not gay together is not gay. Not gay together. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just normalize telling it's people just, that we love. Uh, yeah, you just love. It's not each gay unless you're actually gay. No, okay, just love
1: <laughs> each other as friends. I tell my female friends all
0: the time. I tell my male friends
1: I love them. I don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can no, platonically
0: I, yeah. love so- anyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Platonic relationships are fantastic. That's one of the reasons why this movie is so great. Is because the love between all of these people. It's a beautiful friendship. Like yeah, Bev. And Bev and Ben get together, but well,
1: many of them were only together one summer. Mike was only there for one summer. Bev was only there for one summer. Ben was only there for one summer.
0: But it was really intense. I mean, like in reality, staying friends with whoever you were friends with when you were in junior high, like that's not really a thing most of the time. Like it's very, very rare. I definitely, I have one child would not be friends. Yeah, I don't have any anymore.
1: Can you clear this up for me? I wrote, get the letter from Patricia Uris.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, all the losers get a letter from, Pat, um, from Stanley's wife, and it's Stanley's letter to all the losers. Yes, so I'm going to write it. Which I'm going to read an excerpt. Super sweet. I'm
1: going to okay. read it. I wrote, I wrote it word for word. Be who you want to be. Be proud. If you find someone worth holding on to, never let them go. Follow your own path wherever that takes you. Think of this letter as a promise, a promise I'm asking you to make to each other an oath. See, the thing about being a loser is you don't have anything to lose. So be true, be brave, stand, believe, and don't ever forget we're losers and we always will be. And that's it.
0: And that's the part that makes me cry so Mm -hmm. much. Because the last part of the movie is the kids riding their bikes happily together and they just, yeah, it's it's really great it's a great movie
1: that is the end of it and it's probably i kind of hope it's the last time we cover pennywise <laughs> because we've done a lot of pennywise
0: yeah i'm good i'm good i have absolutely no plans to read the novel i will almost 100 percent watch these two movies again oh, yeah, uh, but for not sure. for a They're while because movies. like oh my god i have watched them like three times in oh, the last oh and this three one months. is currently
1: on hbl max by the way
0: Yes. Yeah. For the time being. For the time being. Alright. Do we want to pull tarot cards? Oh yes I do. Well, I guess we should just pull cards for the remaining five losers. And we'll pull one for Ben and Bev together. So we'll do four. Okay. Since Ben and Bev end up together. Bev. I think that's a good plan. I right? was
1: trying to combine Ben and Bev in my head and I was just like, it's just Bev. <laughs>
0: it's just Bev. Yeah. Benverly? Benverly?
1: No. We're not gonna do
0: Okay ben and beverly You got the reverse four of coins which i swear to god that was somebody's card last time
1: mm, oh you had pentacles last time i think
0: coins or pentacles oh never mind then yeah oh it was bill's card last time but it was upright so for ben and Bev to get the four of coins reversed because the four of coins like i talked about last time is sometimes about like greed and withholding but they're not really holding any of that back anymore um also fours in the tarot are a lot of about stability like, you think of four corners on a house four mm-hmm. legs on a chair so there's a lot of stability there um and coins are about like financial situations there's like a lot of upheaval for them because beverly has to get divorced they kind of ha- and she ha- has a company with her ex so there's gonna be a lot of that upheaval Abusive like a lot of
1: ex. yeah
0: yeah, so, like, a lot of boring domestic things that they're taking care of, but... It sounds
1: like they are doing it together.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, a four, again, is, like, something about stability. So, like, if there's there's more emotional stability, then, like, getting through all the financial bullshit is going to be just fine. Who do we want to do next? Richie. Richie! Richie! Well, oh, I think turned out to be my favorite character. I know. But I'm Richie just really left. in love
1: with Bill Hader, just as a person, so...
0: Me too. Me too. Like he's not the hottest man I've ever seen, mm. but like he's if got, I had like, he's got something there, to him. Like if we're playing fuck marry kill, like I would marry Bill mm-hmm. Hader. Mm-hmm. Being funny is very hot to me. me. Richie got the five of cups. Oh, that's sad. There's literally like a crying eye in this. Oh, poor Richie. Richie's sad. He's got to work through his emotions. I wonder if part of this experience might make him consider coming out as well. Yeah. Because the Five of Cups is this card of just, like, sad. Cups are about emotions. It's like
1: you're filling your cups up with tears.
0: Right, exactly. Like, he has a lot of grieving to do. Not only because of the, like, fucked up experience that just happened to him, but also because, like, he is, you know, reminded of his love for Eddie. And, like, he just lost that person so... How do you move on from that? Like when you didn't even really get it to was an unrequited eat? love
1: for 27 years. And yeah, right. And, and, and yeah,
0: so I think I think Rishi has a lot of soul searching to do. With, yeah, he needs to spend a lot of time with his grief and kind of working through that. And maybe, you know, consider consider maybe coming out because that might be a good healing for him. OK. OK. So what next? Bill or Mike. Let's do Mike. Okay. I wonder if he made it to Florida. He said he wanted to go to Florida. (laughs) I would welcome Mike to Florida for sure. He got the King of Swords. That's got like super librarian vibes. It really does. (laughs) He has spent 27 years of his life making sure that this shit doesn't happen again. And like basically getting the losers all back together Mm -hmm. and stuff. Not only did he do a fantastic job outside of exploiting indigenous peoples uh, (laughs) and drugging someone yeah mike has some loose morals which means he'll do great in florida (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like mike getting the king of swords is definitely him finally winning you know finally he finally gets to be in charge of his own destiny
1: yeah he's finally moving he's finally
0: able to live really Yep, absolutely. Yeah, because the king in the tarot is, is absolutely that. I tell people all the time if they get kings and queens, it's like, you're in charge, bitch. All right, let's do Bill. We started with Bill last time. We're going to end with Bill now. I wonder if he finishes a book. Okay. Oh, he, he does. He got the world.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Not only can Bill finally, like, move on from all of his trauma about his little brother, but I think that the experiences that he's had is going to make him better in his career. The world is a card of an ending of one cycle and the beginning of another, which is so freaking appropriate. Bill's been holding on to a lot of trauma and he's a horror writer. I can't imagine the kind of fucked up things that go on in, that per- in a person like that's head. I know that I, I have a lot of fucked up shit going on. <laughs> Well, I just do a horror podcast, and I have a bunch of fucked up shit in my head, so. But the world is this card of Feels like- getting what's yours. Yeah, it very much is. And it's getting what's yours, but also, like, starting something new and finishing something off. So there's this very satisfying sweet spot in the world card. I
1: hope he tells his wife he cheated on her.
0: It was just a kiss. That's true.
1: Anyway. It was only a kiss. Thank you. It was only a kiss. Thank you for sharing your tarot talents.
0: Hell yeah. I used a tattoo tarot again today. I think I'm going to use a different deck next time. That but, um. Is- yeah. Yeah. I almost used the Herb Crafters tarot because I used it for the Datura example that we were talking about earlier. But, uh, that deck is really hard to read with. It's an amazing, very loving deck, but it's not good for our purposes on this podcast. Gotcha
1: what are we doing next week, V? Are
0: we doing malignant? Yeah, we're doing malignant. Fight! 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 Fight!
1: Oh, fight! Guys, fight!
0: Fight! 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 Knockout, fight! 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 Go ahead. So there's there's an opportunity for you all with this because we're very excited about covering Malignant. However, it is not available anywhere except for like 20 freaking dollars to rent. So I'm offering a very special Witch Theatre exclusive deal that you get a three card reading for $5. Yes. And that goes towards our rental of Malignant. But I am going to put this On my Instagram, as well as the Witch Theater Instagram, but you have to give me the code word. What's the code word? The code word is Pennywise. (laughs) I was going to come up with something way more fun, but, uh, you know. Pennywise Pennywise works. works. We just said that at the same time. Yeah. Oh my God, the synchronicity. So, Malignant Fight in... I don't know if we're doing it next week or the week after that. I, I really, I really don't know what the schedule is going to allow. But if you want to be part of that, you will also get a shout out on the podcast. It's going to be yeah. amazing.
1: Like I said before, I only let two of my friends read for me. V is one of them. So it's going to be worth it. It's going to definitely be worth it. Anyway, um, follow us at Witch Theatre with an R-E on Instagram. We've gotten a few new followers lately. So Thank you. Thank you. Um, keep listening keep sharing follow me at the archivist witch on instagram
0: and follow me on instagram at mystical millennial and on tiktok at mystical millennial and you can book the reading via dm either way
1: even if you message witch theater instagram i manage yeah, that's most true. of the time but i will tell V. so yep so we'll be um hit us we're up. gonna
0: yep hit me up for the reading and and we will be talking about malignant whoop
1: whoop it's gonna be a great episode. Fight, 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 fight! It's fight, gonna fight, be a fight, major fight. fight. Fight, fight! But don't worry, guys. <laughs> we still love each other. It's just a yeah. difference of opinion on a movie. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's good. It's, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you for Bye. listening. Bye.